everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was Or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week, this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. Today's guest is none other than me. That's right, today is a Kelly O solo show and I am so excited to talk to you about this topic. What's the topic today? Here's my question for you. How many of you know that you are holding yourself back in life because you're too scared to try things? If you think that you're not, I'm going to suggest that you're wrong because I firmly believe most of us, until we make a fundamental change in our attitude, are absolutely limiting our life, limiting, we can even start with as specific as we're limiting our fitness results because we're scared to try something new. We limit ourselves in so many areas of our lives because We talk ourselves out of things before we even dip our toe in the water. And I actually had this idea or this concept or this memory, if you will, whatever, of learning to ride a bike. It came across my path like several times in one day. This was last week. And I kept thinking like, why is it that this is the third time in one day that I've been exposed to this concept of learning to ride a bike as a kid? Now, bear with me. I'm going to tie this back to this whole concept of how all of us are limiting ourselves by not trying new things and being scared to try new things. I kept thinking about this riding a bike. And, you know, why was it that I read about riding a bike, learning to ride a bike as a kid four times in one day? And it just kept, you know, resonating in my brain. So I thought about it and I'm like, I thought about what it was like to learn to ride a bike as a kid. And think about that. Do you remember when you learned to ride a bike when you were young? You you saw this, you probably were a kid and you saw other kids in the neighborhood riding their bikes. And you're like, I want to ride that bike. Now, what was your attitude when you decided to ride a bike? And think about how different, how, how much you really had to learn to be able to ride a two-wheel bike, right? We all start with a, a tricycle and then we move up to that two-wheel bike. But even moving from a tricycle to the two-wheel bike is such 
a huge leap, right? It's when you have to learn how to balance. Think about yourself when you were learning as a kid to ride that bike, you know, and your parents. I remember I had this like banana bike. Um, it was bright yellow and black and it had a long banana seat. Um, and, and I remember my, my mom, like, you know, running alongside with me, holding the handlebars and then she lets me go. And when your mom lets you go or your dad and you're like, Oh, and, and you're wobbling a little bit. And you either will fall down several times, maybe you fall down once and the next time you're okay. But it's it's like a crazy learning experience. But still, when you were a kid, when you first saw that bike, you had a desire to ride the bike. And you just, it wasn't even a thought of, can I ride the bike? Am I capable of riding the bike? Am I old enough to ride the bike? Uh, is my family wealth enough, wealthy enough for me to have a, have the 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 capability of buying a bike, you didn't have any of those thoughts in your mind. You just saw something and you said, I want, I want that experience. And you just balls to the wall. You go for it, right? Why is it that we're not like that as adults? What happens from the time that we're kids when we just say, mommy, daddy, I I, I want to ride a bike. Show me how to ride a bike. And the mom and dad says, well, we got to do this. And you know, you can fall down, you skin your knee, you fall down, you hurt your head, you bang up your elbows. But 99% of kids go back and learn it anyway. And then they love riding a bike and they, then they decide to play soccer or basketball or try out for dance team or cheerleader, whatever it is, they just go for it. There comes a shift. And for everybody, it's a different age but there comes that shift when suddenly they are going to move into that time period where suddenly they their their perspective changes the way that they look at things changes and as adults we don't have that same attitude anymore we don't look at things in our life when we see something we desire or we we identify a change that we want to make in our lives and we don't we suddenly Instead of having the attitude we had as a kid where we're like, I'm going for it. I don't care. This is what I want and I'm going to make it happen. Instead, what I suggest most of us do until we change our attitudes, and that's the goal of me recording this podcast, is to get you to number one, recognize the problem, and then number two, make the changes in your life so that you don't think this way anymore and you don't limit yourself anymore. But think about this. This is what happens in our adult life. We see something that we want. We we get exposed to somebody else who's making more money and maybe they're an entrepreneur and they're living life on their own terms. They don't have to get up and commute in traffic to a job. They don't have to deal with politics. They're making more money than we've ever made in our life. And, and we're like, how is it that I'm slaving away in my nine to five job and I have to work the day after Thanksgiving and I only get a week's vacation or two weeks vacation. And, you know, they take the whole month of August off. And of course I'm using an extreme example here, but we see things like that. Maybe it's in, in work life. We see an entrepreneur and we, we aspire to that lifestyle. We, we want to be in control of our time. We want to make more money. We want to be able to do more things for our church, for our charity, for people in our family. We want to be able to go shopping at Lululemon and not have a, le- a limit on what we spend. Um, we want to buy every Louis Vuitton purse that comes out, right? Whatever it is for you, we see that. And then what happens? We immediately, typically, will put the brakes on. Because we convince ourselves, we start going through this inner dialogue of all the reasons why we can't do it. 
why does that happen? Like, what happens with us where we lose that childlike sense of curiosity and wonder and excitement and belief, like unwavering belief in ourselves, almost unreasonable belief in ourselves, that whatever we want, we're going to go for it relentlessly. And and when we fall down off the bike, we just try again. We don't go, well, I fall down. I guess I can't ride the bike. I mean, do you know that that was me the first time I tried to be a runner? That the first time I tried running, I would get cramps. I tried, actually, I, I give myself credit. I tried probably two or three times and I would go for about a block and I would get cramps. You know, the kind of cramps that you get when you're not breathing correctly. But I convinced myself that I couldn't run. And, you know, I would say these very phrases. I would say, I can't run. I've tried running. I get cramps every single time. And you know what every single time was? Three times. And so I convinced myself that I was not a runner. Instead of doing what you do as a child, when you want something as a child, you will find every single way to get it. Think about things that you wanted as a, as a kid for Christmas and how much you would go to your mom, to your dad. You'd ask them to plead on, to Santa on your behalf. You would come up with all of these ideas. You'd try to convince your parents how good of a child you were being so that you could get what you wanted. And yet, as adults, we'll try something. If we go so far as to try something, we have one bad experience and we're like, it's not working. How many of you have said, I've tried everything and I can't lose weight? Have you really tried everything? Have you been tracking all of your calories? Have you, um, do you have data points to, to be able to go back historically? This is something I just talked about on Instagram today. The number of women that I coach from a fitness and weight loss perspective who will say, just like I have in the past, I've tried everything. I guess I just can't lose weight. And I'll say, okay, have you really tried everything? What have you tried? And they'll say, well, you know, I mean, and then they get very vague and they'll go, well, I, I mean, I eat perfectly. I eat, this is what I eat. I eat chicken. I eat, I shop at Whole Foods. I buy organic. I don't, you know, blah, 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 blah. I eat dry farm wines, blah, 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 on and on and on. And I'm like, are you tracking your calories? Well, no, but I know what I'm eating and I work out six days a week. I do Pilates, you know, I don't have carbs, you know, and people think like if they say, I don't eat carbs, therefore that must mean they'll lose weight. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know because you're not eating carbs. My bad. Everybody that doesn't eat carbs must lose weight. It doesn't work that way. And we convince ourselves that it, you know, success in weight loss is not for us. Success in money is not for us. Success in relationships is not for us because we think we've tried everything and we really haven't. We've only dipped our toe in the water. And then when somebody points that out and says, let's try something different. Let's try something new. Let's go bigger. Let's break out of this, you know, limiting mindset. Let's, let's go for it. What do we typically do? We typically, instead of having that childlike curiosity, that wonder, that positivity of like, I want this. I I want to be in love. I want to go for it. I want to find a way to meet the love of my life. Or I want to be debt free. I don't want to worry about money anymore. I want to make what I I want to make what I deserve. I want to make enough money so that I can buy my parents whatever I want. I want to make enough money so that I can have my kids' college paid for and their weddings paid for in advance. I want to make enough money so that I can secretly give, you know, $10,000 a month to my church. 
I want to do that. I want to make that much money. I want to, I'm capable of it. I want to figure out how I can take this passion I have and, and make money from it and, and succeed because I'm tired of like driving an hour and a half to work every day. I want, I want to do it. Or, you know, maybe it's with our bodies. Why, why can't we say like, you know what? I'm 42 years old and I'm so tired of being ashamed of my body. I'm so tired of every summer the kids want to go to the pool and I hide in, you know, behind a towel and I sit in the shade because I'm embarrassed by my body. I'm tired of of feeling tired all the time. I'm tired of having stomach aches and headaches all the time and and skin rashes and and I'm just I believe that that my life can be more. I believe I can be looking fantastic. You know, it's not just for celebrities because I see my neighbor. She looks amazing and she's 54 and she's out hiking every weekend with her husband. Like, I want that for myself. Why is it we don't let ourselves have that attitude towards something we see that we want? And instead, our attitude is, the following. And let me just say, every attitude I'm about to share with you about those three areas have been me in the past. Okay. So let's talk about love. How many of us, instead of being like, I want to be in love, I want to meet my soulmate. I want to find out how I can, you know, make my life full of passion and love and sex and intimacy and affection. I want that. Why is it instead we say, you know what? I think I'm just meant to be single the rest of my life. Nothing ever works out for me. I can't ever meet anybody. I only get hit on by the wrong guys, married men. I only meet douchebags, you know, if I meet anybody. I guess I'm just destined to be alone. And then you kind of shrug your shoulders and joke about it. How many of you have had that attitude as opposed to the other attitude? Excitement. I want to be in love. I want affection. I want romance. I believe I can have it. How do I How do I make this happen? What steps do I need to do to do everything differently so that I can get what I want? Okay. Number two, when it comes to income. Okay. How many of you, instead of that attitude I shared with you before, you know what? I want to be wealthy. It's okay to be wealthy. Because you know what? I want to do good things with wealth. And I know I have a really, really great talent for X, Y, or Z. I've got to figure out a way to make this work because I want to be able to give to more people. I want to be able to get rid of this debt that is hanging over my shoulder. I want to be able to take care of people around me. I want to be able to give to charities. I have so many ideas and so many things I want to do for this world, but I'm limited right now by money. And I I know there's a way that I can do more with my life and I can be earning more and doing more for other people. How come instead of that attitude, more of us would say, you know what? I guess I'm just not meant to make more money because I've tried all of these different things and um, I've tried network marketing. I've tried to, to start a blog, but I couldn't get the traffic. I've tried to build my newsletter list, but I only have 150 subscribers. And, um, you know, I put out an ebook and nobody bought it. And I have, you know, decided to launch a company. I couldn't get funding. Um, I've tried to get a raise at work. It's not happening. I've asked three times. I've been passed over for promotion six times. I mean, you know, it's just not in the cards for me. And that's fine. I mean, I guess I'm just destined to be, um, you know, living paycheck to paycheck forever. I mean, that's just what's in the cards for me. My dad didn't make a lot of money. My mom doesn't make a lot of money. I guess this is, you know, I've tried everything, you know, I can't get anywhere. 
How many of you have said anything similar to that versus saying, you know what, maybe maybe some of you have had some of those experiences, but it doesn't mean you can't have the attitude I shared with you before, where you choose to say, I want to make this happen. I believe I can make this happen. Let's go for it. Like instead we go, it's not meant to happen. And we just will go down this litany of excuses and with a negative tone and convince ourselves we can't. How about when it comes to our bodies? You know, how many of us, instead of going, you know what? This is not the end of my life because I've had three kids and I'm 40. I don't believe that my life is over. How many of us will, instead of being, you know, excited and declaring a commitment to to health and wealth and wellness, how many of you would would find yourself or or how many of you are reflecting back and going, you know what? I've tended to say things more like, I've tried everything. Um, you know, my metabolism must be slow. I've got hormone issues. I don't have time to work out. I work a busy job. I don't, you know, I don't have a break. I don't have a gym membership. I don't have the money for a trainer. I don't have the money for a gym. I don't have home gym equipment. I mean, I've heard every single excuse from everybody. And the most common one, and this is one I've said a million times, I've tried everything and nothing works. I must be the only one who can't lose weight. I just seem to have a a thyroid that is working against me and I'm never going to be able to lose weight. I am forever in a state of um, maintenance. I'm stuck here. I can't make it work. So must just be me. Ha ha ha. How many of you have said that? And yet instead of saying, I believe that this this body that God gave me is capable of so much more than I'm giving it credit for. I can't be the only one that can't lose weight. There must be something missing. And damn it, I'm going to find out what's missing. I'm going to find what's missing. I'm going to pursue it with all I've got because what could be better than getting in the greatest shape of my life and being able to, as I age, do more um, from a physical perspective than I did when I was younger. And news, newsflash, everybody, you guys know what I'm about to tell you. Every single one of these areas and every single one of these negative attitudes I've just shared with you, I've had in the past. And every single one of these areas are areas where I have changed my attitude and changed my future. And I can tell you that at age 50, I feel better about my health and my wealth and my love life than I ever have in my entire life. And I can tell you that the rest of my life is going to be the best of my life. That's what I want for all of you, whether you're 50 or whether you're 25 or whether you're 32, I don't care what age you are, you have the opportunity to dramatically change anything in your life, but you got to change your mindset first. And, And to me, when I was exposed to this concept of riding a bike, that made me think about that whole look at how we look at things as a child versus how we tend to look at things as adults. That's the missing link. Like we need to start looking at everything we want in our lives, like riding a bike. Like it doesn't matter. I want to ride a bike. I'm going to do whatever it takes and and connect with the right person that can, that can be like your mom or your dad was when they helped you learn to ride that bike. The person that's going to have patience with you, it's going to be your guide who is already riding a bike and, and doing it well 
right? Surround yourself with the right person that can help you first get on that tricycle and then get on the bike and and patiently guide you towards you being the person that is now training somebody else. Have that different shift in mindset because when you do, when you stop convincing yourself that you can't do this, that you can't do that, your whole life will change. I promise you. I see so many women convincing themselves they can't do this, they can't do that, they can't be a runner, they can't be a crossfitter, they can't lose weight, they can't make more money. I, I'm not good at sales. I'm not good at, I couldn't be an entrepreneur. I'm not um, entrepreneurial minded. I'm not good with money. I'm, um, you know, I'm not this, I'm not that. I guess I'm destined to be alone. You're not destined to be anything other than what you decide you're going to be. And seriously, ladies, everyone listening, trust me when I tell you, when you start to change the way you look at what you want and you fundamentally believe, it's not necessarily that it's going to be easy or that it'll happen overnight, but that you can make it happen because millions of other people have made it happen with hard work and discipline and effort and focus, you can too. Start applying the bicycle rule to your life. Start reminding yourself of what it was like to learn to ride a bicycle. Start reminding yourself of what it was like to think about wanting to ride a bike and apply that attitude towards your adult life. I promise you will see huge changes. And I want to hear from you. I would love to hear what you you think about this episode. If this resonates with you, if this is making you go, holy shit, she's right. I have been talking myself out of everything because I guarantee you, I talk to people every day and I'm literally, this is why I felt compelled to record this podcast. I'm literally shaking my head every day going, why are women talking themselves out of this? Why? Who told you that you're not a salesperson? Who told you you're not an entrepreneur? Who told you you couldn't be a blogger? Who told you you couldn't start your own business? Who told you you can't ask for that raise? Who told you? Nobody. You're telling yourself, stop telling yourself that. That's how I'm going to close up this show. Now, one of the last things I want to share with you before we wrap up is I want to give you a preview of what's coming up on the Kelly O Show. Um, I've got some series that I'm going to be launching. I want you to stay tuned into. It's going to be fantastic. And then I'm going to share with you just some of the specific topics uh, and guests that we've got coming up on the show. Um, Three series I want to call your attention to. One uh, is actually two are already live. I've got a business series going on. I've interviewed several women already in this business series. I've got a travel series coming up. And I'm also going to be doing a series on migraines and headaches. Um, If those of you, if you're hearing this for the first time, you're like, why are we doing a series? I, I think it would make sense. You know that we cover a lot of fitness, health, and wellness topics on this show. Obviously, it's my passion. But I have been, to summarize why I'm covering this, I've been suffering from chronic headaches and migraines for the better part of seven months. I'm not exaggerating. Um, I have literally lost, so it is the beginning of February 2020, um, from all the way up until the end of January when I finally saw a neurologist. Those past seven months, I literally lost 70% or more of my work time and my working out time. If I would have been working in corporate America versus owning my own businesses um, and working for myself, I would have lost my job. Um, It was horrible. I've never been through and experienced such pain in my life. Um, And really, (laughs) I've never had the moment where I thought I was going crazy. Um, 
as, as, as many times as I did during, during the times of chronic headaches and migraines. And the more that I pulled this audience, uh, over 77% of you have shared that you deal with chronic headaches and over 38% of you shared that you deal with regular migraines. Migraines are very common in women in particular. I have learned so much about headaches and migraines. And because so many of you are suffering from one or both of those, I'm not only creating a free ebook filled with all of the research and resources and things for any and all of you to check out along your journey to, to getting, you can conquer this situation. It's not... I will, I will be honest with you, it's not simple. It's not overnight um, because it's different for each one of us. What causes the headaches? And sometimes it can be a cumulative effect of many things in our life. But I did a lot of research and I had to find out a lot of things over seven months. So I want to save you guys the time. So just know that I will have a free ebook on this topic available at kellyalexa.com. If you want to head over there, subscribe to my newsletter. That's where I'll make it available first. But I'm also launching a series on the podcast here with migraine experts, neurologists. My neurologist is going to be on the show. We'll have acupuncturists on the show, all kinds of experts who can speak to histamine intolerances that, that affects um, headaches, food intolerances. We're going to have food experts, dietitians, doctors, you name it, everyone who's going to cover headaches. With the travel series, why am I covering travel on a show that focuses you know, primarily on fitness, health, and wellness as its foundation? I firmly believe that more of us need to stop working so much and need to travel and enjoy life more. Because the fact that we are leaving is particularly in this country, in the United States, so much vacation time on the table. Why would you have paid vacation time if you work in corporate America and leave it and not use it? That's crazy. But we spend so much time obsessing about work. We are workaholics. I'm a recovering workaholic. I had 10 years with no vacation. I, I ran a company. I let all my employees take vacation. I never took vacation. How stupid is that? The less that we put ourselves first, the less that we focus on, you know, long weekends, staycations, taking travel, going on vacation, the higher our stress is. We need more balance in our life. And for me, I firmly believe that focusing on planned vacations, planned staycations, that's a way for us to just get more balance in our life. And, and what gets planned and scheduled is what gets accomplished. So we need to make travel and fun and downtime a priority. My man and I, honestly, like we took a staycation downtown San Antonio. We picked this fabulous hotel. We just went downtown and we did. We treated it like we were going away. And it was the best weekend ever. We we went to these amazing restaurants. We had some spa time. We, we had a photo shoot while we were down there. We just had a really relaxing three to four days downtown. It was wonderful. I mean, it doesn't mean that you have to go away and spend a ton of money. Um, there's things in your backyard you probably don't even know about, you know, in your own town. So that's why we're launching the travel series. I'm going to have folks on that are travel bloggers, that are travel experts. We're going to have some hotel partners on. We're going to take the show on the road, show you some great places to visit. Because again, we need to stop leaving so much vacation time on the table and start giving ourselves the treat of exploring more. Because when we do that, we are going to chill out relax more, enjoy life, explore this wonderful world, this wonderful country that we live in. And it's going to benefit our health. That's why I'm doing a travel series. Lastly, the business series, 
I've said this at the beginning of every one of my business series shows that is live. I am very, very passionate about inspiring women in particular to pursue their passions and to ideally either start earning a second income if they if they work in corporate America, start a side hustle, start earning a second income. We all should have multiple streams of income. We all should be building wealth and decreasing our debt. Why? Because what are the two top sources of stress in our lives? Job slash money, okay? And you could also put debt in in there underneath both of those potentially. Stress is a health killer. Stress is a fitness killer. So why am I doing the business series? Because we want to crush stress. How do we crush stress? We crush the two top problems that cause stress. Job, money, and that's business. And so in the business series, I'm interviewing amazing women of all types of business experience. Some of these women are killing it in corporate America. Many of them have founded their own companies. Some of them are solopreneurs. Some of them are killing it in network marketing. Many of them, in fact, most of them have multiple streams of income. So they've got passive income, residual income, you know, entrepreneurial incomes from things like a blog, from an ebook, from an online course, from webinars. There's so many different ways in this economy to make money online. It's crazy. It's just such a ripe time for anybody with any kind of passion and a niche focus to make money online. And that's what I want to do with this business series. Pull back the curtain, let you hear from real women who had all the same fears and intimidations about starting their business or starting this network marketing company or starting a blog. And they did it. And you can hear from real women who are, you know, making great side hustle money. Some of them who are, who have been able to like replace their full-time income. You know, they're making 50 to hundred, $150,000 a year. Some of them who are making, you know, five, six, seven figures a year or even a month. So I'm, I'm making sure that I'm interviewing women of all earnings because I want to pull back the curtain and show you possibilities at all levels. Not everybody wants to be driving a Bentley and making millions. But you know what? For those of you that do, I'm going to introduce you to how to do it and a ton of women who are doing just that. And for those of you that you would just love the idea of earning what you do in corporate America but working from home and being able to take a month's vacation if you wanted to and being able to earn money, you know, when you're not working, when you're on vacation, like if that's what you want to do, we're going to show you women that are, you know, doing just that. They've replaced their full-time income. They're working from home. They've got several sources of income and they're just enjoying that time freedom, the ability to work with their work at home with their kids and their pets and not have to outsource all of that. Um, So that's why we're doing the business series. Again, it's all about decreasing stress improving life balance and thereby improving our health and ultimately our fitness. Because let me tell you, I think we all agree and we all understand the concept when your health is in the shitter, you can be having the perfect diet and hitting the gym like a boss. Ultimately that will suffer. So this is all tied together. Lastly, some of the topics that we've got coming up specifically on the show, we're going to be covering blue light blocking blue light, why it's important. We are exposed to blue light on all of our tablets and our phones and our computers, and it's doing damage to our health. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about fasting, intermittent fasting, plant-based nutrition, red light therapy, why it's good, infrared sauna, sauna, Himalayan sea salt, the benefits of Himalayan sea salt, 
And there's also this really cool thing. I don't know if any of you guys know about this, where you can actually go to Himalayan sea salt caves. There's tremendous health and wellness benefits there. Histamine intolerance is huge. We're going to be talking about any number of weight loss topics, caloric deficit, like I said, fasting, intermittent fasting, all kinds of good stuff coming up. And for those of you that have ideas for topics that I haven't mentioned that you want to see covered, please go fill out the form, contact me form on kellyalexa.com. You can use that um, to send in, hey, I wish you would cover this topic. I wish you would answer these questions. Your name will be anonymous unless you give us explicit permission to mention your name. So just know that. You can also use the contact me form on kellyalexa.com if you would like to inquire about sponsorship opportunities on the show or on our social media platforms or the blog. And you can also use that same um, contact me form if you would like to nominate somebody that I interview on the show in the future. So hopefully this show inspired you. I really, really hope you take it to heart. Start looking at life like learning to ride a bicycle. Start having a better attitude about yourself and your capabilities because I believe in you. Why can't you believe in you? Let's make that happen, shall we? I'll see you guys next time on The Kelly O Show.